right, still on the poll question, we see your back and forth there, Yise, and I'm Pravin. Uh, Pravin saying, uh, number one, no party holds a two-third majority, and number two, having a two-thirds majority isn't a license to pass unconstitutional laws. Even advocate Mkwebani knows this. This is on our poll question. What do you make of the strides made towards land expropriation without compensation as the deadline for the ad hoc committee passes? And ANC and EFF seem to not be in agreement on what state custodianship would mean, but they do agree on the land uh, expropriation without compensation part of it. And we know that uh, 230 seats that the governing ANC has, it falls short. Uh, and without the 44 the e, that the EFF seats have, uh, it wouldn't be enough for a support uh, that can be garnered to reach the required 267 votes. And then also, uh, just uh, he said, responding that it is not true that EFF wants things to be done in a manner that are clearly illegal. All right. Well, you guys can keep talking while the show goes on because I see you going on <laughs> there in Twitter. Uh, we are quite open to views, uh, but uh, that we're going to leave it for now, that uh, particular poll question. Talking trending topics now. Trending news right now. Okay, our sports commentator, who's a social commentator, who's a doctor, who wears many hats, discusses social media trends with us now. In the last 24 hours is what we're looking at. Dr. Meji Makoba joins us. Doctor, good morning. Good morning. Cornwall Hill College is what we start with. Uh, So parents are protesting there against allegations of racism. Some students or pupils have come forward to say uh, they're not happy with how teachers are relaying uh, certain messages to them, talking about firstly their hair. One student was claiming that their hair was compared to steel wool, which is used for scrubbing pots. Another one says that she was told by a teacher that she was too smart for a black person. What on earth is going on at Cornwall Hill College? I think Cornwall is a racist institution and it represents the white psych in South Africa because we tend to suffer from bad faith thinking that there's been any sort of transformation since 1994. But South Africa remains an anti-black racist society in which the black body continues to be dehumanized on a daily basis. And that stems from the fact that uh, majority of the cultural, economic, cultural institutions are still in the hands of white people. So they have the power to still to subjugate us Although, surprisingly, the black majority has political power, which has no connection with economic power. So racism is still the foundation of this society. And until we build our own institutions, this type of things are going to continue because uh, the, the, the criticisms or the mocking of black hair stems back to the days of slavery in which uh, a European imperialist capitalist wanted to find a ways of dehumanizing us in order uh, in order to make us be amenable to exploitation and abuse. So it's it's just a, a a way it's a microscopic expression of larger structural issues of racism. Education MEC Panyaza Lisufi saying, uh, you know, he did engage with the school and uh, addressing the school, he had said that the obsession with black people's hair should stop and talking about the leadership of the school. Tackling the leadership, will it trickle down to the actual pupils? Because there might be also some comments they make as taking leadership from their own leaders, uh, so to speak, if we talk of teachers being the leaders in this case. 
I think it, talking to those people is going to be difficult because they're probably not aware that they've been racist because, as I, as I said, blacks in this country do not have power and whites are still in that position of power. And racism, it's not necessarily merely discrimination. It's actually the power to subjudicate, to subjudicate blacks. And this is connected to Western cultural imperialism and it expresses itself in how we interact with white people. And they have no reason to transform because they still own economic means in this country. So until we build our own institutions that reflect our own cultures, these type of things are going to happen because racism is not an event. It's actually at the foundation of the school where black people have to go there for assimilation. That's why you find their kids go there speaking their mother tongues. They're going to be humiliated. And once they get humiliated, they can't even... They develop what you call a colonial alienation where somebody actually associates their mother tongues with punishment. And this reflects who has power and what cultures are being represented. And schools are actually at the center of cultural imperialism because once you go into those spaces, what you are as a person you need to lose in order to be accepted into those systems. Other people assimilate, and those who don't want to assimilate will always be considered alien, and they are going to be mocked on a daily basis. And it's not even a matter of you know going into those institutions because it's it's almost like there's no choice. You need to get the education. So what else will you be able to do? So this issue has to be tackled. Uh, the MEC also just taking the example of Kuro's uh, private school, saying they looked at transformation there uh, following complaints of racism and uh, there were changes made and he's hopeful that Cornwall Hill College will do the same. So the school has already apologized for the delay in transformation. Uh, primary school principal Maurice Dix saying that they will commit to moving with speed and determination. What do you think will this happen? I, I think it's going to be difficult because, as I said, they have no reason to transform because uh, we haven't built institutions that can compete with theirs. So, and that's where the problem is. Since 1994, this has to be linked to the political structure of this country. Since 1994, mm. we haven't built our own economic, cultural, social institutions we still have to depend on what white people have created. And that's where where the problem is that uh, the the restoration of the dignities of black people is is dependent on what the black government can do to restore their dignity. And once we we still depend on these colonial structures of education, those things are bound to happen because we are still in much, much more begging position whereas this is our country. And it's also connected to the fact that uh, blacks in this country are a cultural minority, but a, a, a cultural minority while they have been a numeric majority, which means the cultural institutions of this country do not reflect the lives of black people. So white supremacy is still at the center of everything. And once we still we're still subscribing to the idea that white is right and white is pure, and we end up sending our schools, children to those such schools, we're still going to have serious troubles. And at the same time, you can't blame these parents for taking their schools there because there are no other means, because the government has not really done anything to support 
education in this country. We have seen the increase in the social wage in which mm. we have seen the spending of education has increased. But the method of distributing the social wage are still much colonial. That's why we still have this type of issues happening today. And then, of course, there's the issue of when we say transformation, what exactly do we mean? Because that could be just a challenge of the actual leadership structures. But the daily verbal discrimination against pupils on the ground, would transformation exactly tackle and erase that? That's that's my other question. Yeah, many people in South Africa use the word transformation because they don't want to say we we will stop being racist. They know transformation is a much more acceptable term. And um, and I think the word transformation in South Africa, it's mythical. It doesn't really exist because if we say, what do we mean by transformation? Are we saying that uh, we are just going to include blacks in the existing social structures? Or do we mean the overhaul of those structures? So even... And the change in mentalities. Yes, and it's connected to the fact that we do not have any form of transformation program in South Africa. And it also connected to the issue that when you think about transformation in South Africa, you think about BEE. And these kids in those spaces, you wouldn't be shocked if they are called BEE students because in in the private sector, people who are uh, appointed in these good positions of leadership are called BEE candidates by white people which means they are kind of reflecting on 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 their humanness that they don't deserve to be there but they are there because of their skin color it's some sort of affirmative action which they consider to be a racist posture and mm. that shows that we need to take charges of our own cultural institutions if we are to stop racism because white people have no reason to transform there's a voice note on this let's just take a listen Good morning, Asanda. The white people are incompatible with black people. We must not just try to, be, to, 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 to make things like they look normal. There is nothing normal here. Whites don't like black people. And it's worse, bad part of it, in their own country, on their own continent, they are not prepared to embrace black, black people. This is, the racism is worse than uh, before 94. I'm telling you, these people, they don't like us. They, they don't smile, they just grin. That is the reality. They don't want black people in Africa. Thank you so much. Anonymous. All right. Anonymous's view then ending that uh, hashtag. Let's move on now. Hashtag Pan-African Parliament, uh, Dr. Uh, Pemi Majodina uh, taking action against a diplomat who assaulted her allegedly during the Monday session of the Pan-African Parliament. Uh, So violence uh, was, I think I was looking at it now, there's a repeat on my screen in studio from SABC News. So there was chaos and violence scenes then at the Pan-African Parliament, and this resulted in a senior ANC leader getting assaulted, uh, Pemi Majodina. What happened? I think there have been disagreement in terms of how they they should proceed and what what, what at the center is how the leadership should be shared according to countries and there's been disagreement in how that should go forward and I think the institution is just an expression of maladies in these countries because many African countries have problems with their democratic processes and the Pan-Africanist parliament is kind of an, an expression of what's happening in different countries 
So, I mean, the fight was uh, allegedly between uh, someone from Zimbabwe that Mojodina was trying to, first of all, let's just say a political advisor to uh, Mojodina said that she's physically okay, so she's okay. Uh, But uh, she was trying to break a war, uh, a fight rather, uh, between uh, a war and Pupurai Tokarepi from Zimbabwe, war being Senegalese Gibral war. Do we know what that fight was between uh, the Senegalese uh, Jibril War and uh, Zimbabwean Togarepi? I didn't quite get that because what I, what I also heard when she was saying during the news today, she was saying that uh, she would not proceed with legal actions. She's going to. She has accepted the guy's apology. We don't know how this thing ended because it seems like because of the disagreement, everything else becomes heated. And there is no kind of order because I think the the institutions lack a political direction in what should happen in the African continent. And in 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 that regard, just minor issues gets to be escalated because there is no clear mandate of what the parliament should do. And the main disagreements on Monday, because there were some members of parliament hurling uh, verbal and physical abuse at each other. So the main disagreements were whether there should be rotational leadership or elections uh, in in the Pan-African parliament. But last week also, EFF leader Julius Malema was involved in a war of words at the Pan-African parliament. We don't know exactly what he said, but uh, we heard just a a video of him saying, don't make noise here. Uh, And then going on to confronting uh, a man and saying things like, I'll kill you outside and, 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 and stuff like that. Do we know any light on that matter? I think we only know that part, I'll kill you outside. And it's also difficult to comment on it because Malema has, has given his vision of the story, saying that uh, he's, the guy said to him that he will kill him. And he was kind of defending himself. But because it's only a second clip, it, it doesn't give us it doesn't give us any any I mean social context in how to base this thing. But uh, I think the the issue of elections and rotation uh, it could be the serious issue because if you are a parliament, you are a democratic institution, so elections should be at the center of everything and i think the the the, disagree, the disagreements are quite justified but the manner in which these people are handling it is quite shocking but i wouldn't say it's surprised because it's surprising because i think in 2018 or 2017 there was the same situation in uganda where members of parliament were physically assaulting each other and i think the whole the whole uh, building has to be seriously maintained because they were even removing mics, throwing chairs everywhere and it's 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 not surprising. Although in South Africa that would really happen because they don't really get physical but in other African countries it's not surprising to see members of parliament going trying yeah. to fight with each other physically. I've seen uh, some scenes, I mean, from China, their parliament, and it gets really, yeah, it gets lit. And I mean, some Southern uh, American countries as well. 